Welcome to the podcast, Homeschooling Boys. I am a mom of two very active little boys that do not care for traditional school. They're capable of doing it, just in many cases they choose not to do it. I'm also a full-time worker, so I have a full-time job, and I'm just using this podcast to share my journey of homeschooling boys during the time of coronavirus. I'd like to share out the resources, what's working, what's not working, so that hopefully you can benefit from it too. Please share what's working for you. So this week, every week I've taken a slightly different approach to our curriculum. And this week I'm taking a step back because I realize that there's content that my boys are not getting. And of course, it's not really content around the project-based hands-on activities because that they get excited about, they get involved in, and they, they spend a little bit more time and effort on learning that information. But they're still struggling with the math, the reading, and the writing. So we're just going to take a step back. Every week I've done new content, different content, but this week's going to be a repeat. As a teacher in general, for those that don't know, I've been a teacher all my life. And one of the things I always struggle with is repetition because I know you need repetition to learn, but also get bored with repetition. So I'm taking a step back and we're doing repetition because my boys need it. And when I mean repetition, we had approximately 25, 30 words last week that we wanted to, uh, they were sight words, part of them were sight words. So they needed to be able to recognize the words. I wanted my older son to be able to spell the words. And then of course, pronounce and know the definitions of the words. They're a little slow on that and I need to spend more time with it. Bingo still continues to be popular with them and they get excited and they'll want to sit down and it forces them, especially my younger one, because he's six, it forces him to start recognizing words. So I just want to repeat the words from last week and get that a little bit more solid. My six-year-old is also just starting to read. He, um, I wouldn't say he's late. There's a lot of research that shows boys don't they're not developmentally, developmentally ready to read until they're seven. Well, he's about six and a half, so I think he's right on target as far as typical developmental stages. I just know the schools always try to get them reading in the kindergarten level, and my son was not ready mentally or, you know, he just was not ready to read. But he's starting to get excited that he can read and he can recognize words. So I think the repetition is really going to help him. Now, last week, we started out with a farming lesson. So the whole week was going to focus on farming. And with the farming, I started with my older son because he was out of bed first. Well, as we learned about farms, we learned about the different types of farms. He likes to fish, so he participates in that junior Bassmaster uh, fishing league team, I don't know what you want to call it, group. So when it got to the fish farms, that's what was of most interest to him. That led us down to hydroponics and then aquaponics. So we went on Amazon and purchased, I think it was a Viva Sun 
aquaponic tank. It's just a little desk type or, you know, one that sits in your home. It's a three gallon aquaponic tank. We have that all set up and a great resource for aquaponics. If you're interested in doing this with your children is science mills. So science mills out of Texas, they have a website. They have some wonderful videos, activities, and just the information on what is an aquaponic and how do you do it. They have a very basic, so we started with hydroponics first because they had a hydroponic uh, planner, I guess you would call it, that you can make out of a two liter soda bottle. We don't typically buy soda, but we happen to have uh, a couple soda bottles in the house. So we were able to cut those. Oh, we also used a Gatorade. So we didn't have, a, we only had one soda bottle. So we used Gatorade. Water bottles could work, a little bit smaller, but any type of uh, plastic bottle, and they've got the directions, Science Mills has the directions on their website on how to make a basic hydroponic uh, planner with just materials you have at home. So you may wanna check that out, that's kind of fun. With the aquaponics, I went ahead and ordered, there's a lot of uh, do-it-yourself directions. If you wanna design like a $100 tank, we didn't have any of those supplies here. I didn't want to go out and get them. So I cheated and we got on Amazon and just ordered something for $70. So it was still $70, but it's got the temperature gauge. It's got everything you need. It's got the clay pebbles and it's ready to go when it arrives. The only thing you need to do is add your plants and your fish. So we've added our plants. They're in there, they, they're hanging on. They seem to be doing well. We planted chocolate mint, cilantro, and curly parsley. I don't know what the difference between curly parsley and parsley is, but I may find out through this activity. So we just need to add our fish. What well, this week, uh, since my son was so interested in aquaponics and the fish, we're going to continue and I'm going to let him do a little self-exploration on fish. I'm not sure exactly where he wants to take it. I'm not sure if he's more interested in learning how to tie knots on his pole to catch different fish. So when he's competing in the tournaments, he'll have a, a, a toolbox or knowledge of different knots that he can use on his pole for fishing or if he actually wants to learn about the different types of fish in the environments that they live in. So we'll see when he gets up, we haven't set our goals. And Monday mornings when we always uh, set our, what's the question we wanna answer for the week and what are our goals. But I'm gonna let, let that be a little self-guided this week. Like I said, I'm more focused on the repetition of the, um, the, the words, sight words and definitions and spelling. So I'm gonna give them some flexibility this week and let them determine what they want to learn as far as fishing and aquaponics goes. There, I know they wanna do a field trip to a local aqua, aquaponic, I think it's more of a store, but I think it's someone that has taken their backyard and created aquaponics and then they sell the supplies to do aquaponics. I'm not sure if it's a place that you visit or a place where you're supposed to go and buy stuff. My son really, really wants to go, so I'm gonna be checking that out and see if it's appropriate for a field trip or if they really want you to spend money and we don't have a big, huge tank to spend money on, but who knows, we'll check it out. Maybe they'll be open to us just visiting and them educating it, and who knows, maybe we'll end up with a big pond in the backyard. Okay, then, so math. Math-wise, 
my older son's doing Beast Academy, and he's actually been struggling with this. It's I find it interesting because in the school that he's in, he tested into honors math. We chose not to go into the honors math class. He tried it one year, and the 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 way that the honor math teacher that year wanted to teach it was not a good fit for my son. It was a small class, but it was very, he he likes to learn hands-on, and this honors teacher was not about learning hands-on. It was more of, I'll say drill and kill, because that's what it appeared to be to me, but I'm not sure. So I put him into Beast Academy. It put him in at one level. He struggled, so I moved him down to the next level, and he still somewhat struggles. Now, the big difference I see is that with what he's done at school, where he was in public school, they had not done much geometry at all, and Beast Academy is just really hitting it hard with the geometry. From my own experience and just teaching in public schools in general, it used to be geometry wasn't really touched on until middle school, maybe high school, but this is like third grade level, third, fourth grade level, and they're hitting the geometry hard. So he just hasn't had any exposure, so he's kind of struggling through that. I did go into the curriculum of Beast Academy and opened it up so he, he could do something other than just geometry. The geometry, since he had not had exposure, was really undermining his confidence and his ability to do math. And we know through tests that he's got, um, I wouldn't say talent, but it, he's ahead on his math in general. So I wanted to keep that confidence up. I just opened it up so that he has flexibility to move around a little bit more within the curriculum. With Beast Academy curriculum, if you're not aware, you can go into where you can set it. It's very strict and you follow theirs where it's um, sequential and you follow it and you can't move on until you've completed what you're working on. And then there's another one where you can open it up. There's flexibility within the level that you put them in And then the next um, choice is to just open up the whole entire curriculum so they can hop across grades and do anything they want to. So I opened it up to where he's got flexibility within the level that he's on. Uh, My younger son, um, oh, the iTrace app. So he does not like to write, my younger son. Typical boy, right? He likes to read if you're reading with him, uh, does not like to write at all, wants to learn to write, but has no interest in putting in the time to learn how to write. So I found this app, iTrace app. It's on the iPad. I know, I'm not sure what other devices it's on. We're using iPads. And he's actually enjoying the writing. It's a nice app because it forces the child to write, trace the letter correctly. So it will show, you know, like an A, you go down first and then you do the loop. If the child does not do it in the right direction or the right order, then it marks it wrong and they have to do it again. And it does repetition, so it gives them practice. They have to do it over several times until they get it correctly a couple times, not just once. They have to get it correct a couple of times. So that's a nice little app if you have a child that is not liking to write and you need something that's a little bit more entertaining or interesting than a workbook because we just had a workbook that he was 
progressing through, but he was not enjoying that and he tends to like the app a little bit more. We're still using the Prodigy Math with my younger son. It's gamified, he likes the gamified and it keeps it going. He's working on grade level according to the app. So we will continue using that one. Now the other focus for this week, we're gonna try to get more outside time. My work will start back um, really heavy come this Friday. So I've been on a partial contract. It's still a full-time contract, but it's not as busy because not all of our teachers are back. But all of our teachers come back Friday that's when I'll have about 200 teachers asking me for help and guidance. So we will be hitting it really, really hard starting Friday. So I wanted to spend a little bit more time this week outside with my boys. I also feel like they haven't really gotten enough outside time. So today we're headed to the local pool. We have a pool in our backyard, but we don't have any of the cool water slides that they have at the local pool or the splash pad. So we are headed over there. They have limited reservation attendance because of the virus. We were lucky enough to get a spot reserved. I'm also hoping that maybe by being there in the morning, when a lot of people are working and other students are online with their teachers from the public schools, that maybe we'll meet some other homeschool students at the pool and we can collaborate or partner up and do some activities together. So that's the other idea is to potentially meet other homeschool families at the pool. Uh, that is it. That's our plan for this week. I hope you guys are hanging in there. I know some of you may have not started homeschooling yet because school has not officially started. I know some people homeschool all year round. We kind of basically do, even when they've been in public school. I take the summer to travel and expose them and teach them things that they wouldn't be able to learn in school. But you may, you may just be gearing up and getting ready. So I hope there's some ideas for you. I have created PDFs of the content that I've been doing. If you're interested, send me an email. I put my email in the show notes. <clears throat> send me an email and I will send you a copy of what we've been doing. And I'd love your feedback on what you think. I have put the documents up on Teachers Pay Teachers. So I do have them there for sale. And I forget, I think it's Homeschool Boys is what I have our store at. It's either Homeschool Boys or Brotherhood Homeschool. And I have them there for sale. But if you're willing to check them out and provide some feedback or just wanna you know, have something to get started with, shoot me an email and I'll send them to you for free through email. Well, you guys have a great week and just enjoy your children. It can be challenging, but as we know, plans get changed and that's quite okay. That does not bother me at all. It's like I really look at my children and then, you know, guide the learning based on where they're at, what they need, what's interesting. You know, if we find something fun, we detour off. We don't detour off a lot, but we do detour and just explore and just learn. So, all right, you guys have an awesome week and enjoy those active little children that you have at home.